This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Dustin's final and all four members of the Smiths here they are for the first two Dustin and Anthony anyway here they go yay <laughs> nice yeah it was a perfect perfect guitar for the intro because we're already fighting before the show starts. <laughs> we're going to be a very broody show. I feel it. Hey, Anthony, how you doing, buddy? Good to see you. I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. <laughs> just, I messed up and said Smiths instead of Morsi. And it was this whole thing where Jeff thought I thought the Pet Shop Boys were the lead singer. Of the Pet Shop Boys was Morsi or something. I don't know what he was saying. He was just saying, I don't know. Like I know that you know your Deville stuff. is the guitarist for The Cure. I don't know what was happening. There was a lot of stuff. <laughs> Alice Cooper was in Marilyn Manson, right? He played with him? Might and they well were in Kiss? Been. Yeah, pretty much. And then he's like, I don't know what you know. I was like, really? You think that I know that little about music? Then why would you do the show with me? So we're going we're gonna to argue he left. later. Is he here? He left. He left. He left. I think he did leave. He's he really gone. left. That's hilarious. Well, he looked... He looked like uh, he was in a uh, Hop for Teacher video, so I don't know if that was what was. <laughs> Where'd he go? He left. Oh, yeah, I was he, shitting he, on him and he left. That's the he, worst. You can't do that. You can't shit on somebody when they're not there. I'm not that kind of guy. I'm a copy that'll shit on you when you're right there. But he didn't All say right. he was leaving. Oh, he's got. All right, whatever. We'll bring in Adam. Adam's Adam's easier to work with. Um, <laughs> Adam Adam will ask you a question occasionally. Anyway, um, <laughs> this is so Something, weird that he left. I know it is weird. So anyway, I, to, I was doing uh, this whole thing. Start. I was gonna play with him, and then it's gone. All right, he got mad. He got mad because I yelled at him. But I'm gonna yell at him if he thinks I think that. Come on. Yeah. Come on, Morsi and the Smiths. That's an easy. Is he coming back? Oh, he's coming back. Okay, but we're talking about you, Jeff. You better not come back. <laughs> Jeff, coming back. All right. Anyway, so good to see you, buddy. Good to see you. How you been? Uh, I've been all right. <laughs> Having a good. You know, I'm always. I'm a little cranky guy. You know, that's what happens. You get a little older, you get cranky. Um, I was. I've been cranky since I've been young. So it's, yeah? I'm starting to catch up. Are you? You've been cranky. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It sucks. So anyway, trying to enjoy myself, you know, living in LA Mm -hmm. and uh, I really like it out here. You know, it's all the rock history out here. And that's just so cool. Like, um, you know, I went by uh, the Troubadour, which was uh, was really cool to see that place. And then I didn't realize that it was uh, the Troubadour, um, which is the famous rock club that, you know, Neil Young and Elton John and like all these great people, Bob Dylan came through and stuff. And I just assumed it was on the Sunset Strip. It's in Beverly Hills. I had no idea. Oh, it's like where I all the fancy people live. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no idea. So it was it was a kind of in the middle of like it's like Rodeo Drive, and then you go a little further, and it's like uh, Troubadour. So it was like really interesting to see it. I just assumed it was from the Elton John movie. That it was just down the street from Tower Records, you know, the way they <laughs> the way they kind of framed everything in that film. Yeah, they uh, don't do a lot of the twenty minute drives to get everywhere in the movies. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like one second. You're like, oh, there it is. You're like, hey, Troubadour. Oh, Tower Records. Yeah, that is funny. the The time just goes so fast. Yeah. Um, and then and then I got to go to um uh, the Rainbow Room. Which oh. is, uh, you know, the famous, you know, Rainbow Room on Sunset, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it's uh, Lemmy from Motorhead, like all these, you know, rock stars come through, and you know, all this stuff, and it's, uh, but it was an AA meeting, and uh, <laughs> I swear <laughs> to God, it, really? <laughs> it was an AA meeting at the Rainbow Room, and it was like the, the funniest thing because I was, it was kind of, it's like having a, uh, you know, Weight Watchers meeting at a bakery, you know what I mean, like. <laughs> It's like having a sex addict, you know, meeting at, uh, at a brothel, you know, like it was, a, you know, it was the weirdest thing. I'd be in a hypochondriac at a hospital. I can keep going unless you have one. But it was like the weirdest, <laughs> the weirdest thing because <laughs> we were there because I, I fantasized.
realized about drinking there. And then, yeah. and then I just, you know, and then I end up in an AA meeting at the rainbow room <laughs> and the, on the top floor. And it was just really funny. And we were all kind of looking at the bottles and stuff. It was just like, Hey, you know, it was just like, you know, we were just one share away from just like jumping over the bar. But, uh, <laughs> but I finally got there. I finally made it there, but you, you know, it was fun. It. But uh, yeah, but I love that about the about LA. Just it's weird. Like it's LA is the only place that would have an AA meeting at a bar, at a famous bar, you know. So it's just like you know, whatever. That's what's cool about it, I guess. Anybody famous ever overdosed there? Like the Viper Room is where River Phoenix died, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have been funnier if it was at the Viper Room. Oh, what my story? <laughs> yeah, your real life story. My real life story would be funnier <laughs> if I just changed it and lied about where I was. Would that be oh, funnier? Because a guy OD'd? How's that funnier? Yeah, Jeff's, uh, Jeff's, cr- Jeff's cricket Wi-Fi went out again. Um, really? How's that? How's that? Tell me why that's funny. I want to know. I love River Because, you know, Phoenix. somebody famous died at a famous place. Okay. From an overdose. And they have an AA meeting there? And then now they're doing AA meetings. I'm sure somebody OD'd in the fucking uh, yeah. in the bathroom at the rainbow room. Come on, there's no way. Can we can we uh can we let's Are you look Google it up. checking that? Yeah. Hey Adam, <laughs> could you Google Google uh who died who OD'd at the rainbow room so I can make my joke better? Yeah, I th- I, <laughs> I think it'll just be a a, a fun uh tag to the joke. <laughs> Really? Just mentioning people who have overdosed. Yeah, people love that. That gets a crowd going when you just mention people that died. That gets that gets that gets audiences in a frenzy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're killing me. So, uh, did you buy any records this week? Did you, Anthony? Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't buy any this week. How about you? I, actually, you know what? Actually, I did. I forgot. It's What'd coming in the mail. What'd I you s- buy? You got, I signed you, up. You got Columbia Records. <laughs> <laughs> I signed up. Uh, I saw that Green Day was doing this thing. You get like some, uh, some like BBC session or something that they did in '94. Okay. In, in yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like a seven inch, but you got to do a coffee subscription for it because they oh. they own a coffee place. Oh, that's hilarious! So I got some coffee coming in the mail with uh, with a seven inch record of so, some stuff they did in the '90s. So Green Day has a coffee line. Yeah, it's like Oakland Coffee, I think, or that something is, like that. That is so ridiculous. They really missed the mark if they had done a green tea Green Day line. That, <laughs> oh, that would have been way better. That was where, that's, where, that's where the market... Who was, where was that guy in the meeting when they were like, yeah, coffee's great. How about green tea? Because you're Green Day. <laughs> yeah, I like that better. <laughs> right? Maybe, can we, can we get you could have, them you could to have do that? Dookie flavor? Uh, American idiot sleeves. I don't know. It could be fun. Yeah. Uh, Adam, did you buy any uh, records this week? Uh, you know what? I I missed out on record store day, and I was I was oh. disappointed. I, I I know the big one was the Foo Fighters, uh, the DGs album, oh, where disgusting. they were doing all the uh, the they were doing all the covers of the BGs. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, yeah. You know, they 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 crushed the one song. I thought it was good. The um, which one? Was, um, night, was the, it night fever or night fever? Yeah, one with the video they did. I think it was night fever. Yeah, yeah, that that one was yeah. good. He did good. Yeah, he's got a good voice. I went to a record store today and uh, went to Parlor Records, which is a cool. Have you been there yet, Adam? You've been there, right? A little small record store off of Wilcox and Malone, uh, Mo Maloney Street. Anyway, it's right before you get to uh, mm. what's the big one you like? Omniba. Omniba. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's still right. open. <laughs> They are. They are. Uh, they, well, they they shut down. I think it was their their one of, one of their stores. They shut down, but I think they moved, or it was. I don't know. They have yeah. a few different there locations. Might be, there might be. Yeah, there might be yeah. a couple stores left. But this is a big one. This one's off. That one's off Hollywood Boulevard. This is a smaller place. This place. This is kind of. It goes Jeff. This is the kind of place that doesn't have. <laughs> I won't say anything because it doesn't make sense on a podcast. But anyway, um, so uh, this is like a small place, and, and they only have like. Uh, they only have used records, which mm-hmm. sometimes is cool because then it just forces you to get because sometimes, you know, the re-releases or whatever. Anyway, so I got a couple of records today. Um, you know, I really like this band. Um, this is kind of one of those bands. It's like a real rock and roll band that um, I've seen live quite a few times. Uh, the Black Crows oh, um, yeah. are one of my favorites. Uh, you know, one of my favorite concerts of all time was seeing the Black Crows 
um, it was like the day after it might've been like September 13th after September 11th had, had wow. just happened and it was on the 13th and it was a whole thing, whether they were actually, you know, going to perform. I didn't realize this is unopened, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> you're buying something like, Oh, this is sealed. I could sell this for, <laughs> I could sell this for 40 bucks. Anyway. So, um, yeah. It, and so it was such a cool concert. Cause it was like, you know, everybody was emotional. And I think it was kind of one of those things where, you know, we just wanted to kind of feel unity. And then this, and the black girls really stepped up, man. He got out there with, with his shoes off and he was like dancing around and going crazy. They played for, and the thing is at, at, uh, at the beacon and Jeff knows this because he's a production guy, but it's like, you know, the unions, Oh, he left. I brought to bring him in and his expertise and he's gone. <laughs> but, um, you know, you have to end by 11 or something, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, it's always a union time or whatever. They were like, fuck that you know you guys just had this tragedy we're gonna play they played for like three hours i didn't think they had that much material i, I didn't think <laughs> they did either that's pretty cool though they were doing covers they were doing john lennon covers and stuff and like they were yeah, it was phenomenal like they were great but uh but this is a cool album uh this is like you know your basic you're not you're not really gonna get much better uh black crows than this i guess it's the debut album the black crows and, uh, you know, Twice as Hard, Jealous Again, Sister Luck, So Blind, uh, Hard to Handle, which is the oh, big yeah. hit Oh, yeah, Hard here. to Handle is huge. Um, Strut is and that- Blues. Yeah, they're a cool band, man. They're just kind of like a, you know, just a just a rock band, kind of Aerosmith-y, kind of bluesy. Like, they're just, they're cool, man. I think they're definitely, you know, a good band to, to just have if you want some rock music. And then this next one, I was, you know, sometimes like I go to record stores, I'm on my period. So I get like, uh, <laughs> I got Massey star. Oh. <laughs> some, some 90s, I, need to, uh, yeah, I need to drink some cranberry juice, right. but, um, <laughs> this one's sealed too. I got all these like new records. Um, yeah, I, you know, I heard, you know, and I'm not that familiar with her. Are you, Anthony? You seem like you would be more than me. Um, I mean, like, I know a few songs. I yeah. ne- would never, I, like, got super into Mazzy Star. I'm not really that much into, I don't know her enough, but I do, you know, The Fade Into You is such yep. a great song. And so I just, that song alone, and I'm a sucker for chicks with, like, gothic kind of, teary heartfelt voices you know like i mean sinead o'connor was like my first love with that kind of music and then it's like any chick that kind of has this tortured soul when she sings i'm into it so yeah so i got some old 90s you know mazzy stars so that's what i got in my collection um oh jeff he's back okay all right (laughs) so it it says we have audio from him but no video oh okay that's actually that's actually even better (laughs) That's even oh, yeah. better. <laughs> <laughs> All right, don't mess it up. We got to pretend we're more on a podcast. Nobody cares. All right. Um, so, yeah, so the record store, get some records. So, get out there, people. It's important to, um, you know, just support the record stores. I feel like it's like people don't do it enough. So, yeah. I mean, Anthony's doing subscriptions to freaking, you know, coffee with Green Day's <laughs> coffee line just to get a record. <laughs> God forbid you just go into a record store. <laughs> well, you can't get record. it. You can't get that particular record unless you do the coffee subscription. Oh, that's so funny. That they're just just doing that. Are they sober? Because that seems like a sober thing. Where Sammy Hagar's I, like, I party, so here's my tequila. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I know every couple of years Billy Joe is uh in rehab. So maybe he's maybe he's sober now. Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's an interesting thing. What would you what would you do, Anthony? Like if you had if you had ultimate fame and you could endorse like, you know, a product like that, what 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 would be the ultimate merch for you? Oh, besides besides coffee? Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Way to be in the moment, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't you could have said cookies. You could have said cookies. You could have just you could have just done something quick. You didn't have to, you know. That's called live live podcasting. You just kind of go with it, bro. Well, you know what? <laughs> At least I'm here the whole time. That's Unlike true. Jeff. Yeah. That's he's, true. Back. he's back. <laughs> I, I, I'm in Aruba and I have no control over this. It's audit. okay, buddy. 
<laughs> it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> Jeff, what would be your ultimate merch? Like we were talking about Green Day has a coffee line, and then that's why Anthony signed up for it so he can get their album. You get the coffee and you get the album. I told him while you were gone that, that there was a missed opportunity that he should have endorsed green tea because they're green day. But, you know, oh, that that's was a great just, idea. Yeah. But, you know, I wasn't in on the meeting. What is, uh, <laughs> what's your, what's your favorite kind of merch? What would you, uh, mo- I mean, what would you do? Like what's like steaks? Like what's, you know, would you, let's say you're ultra famous, you could do whatever you want. What are you endorsing? Uh, that's a great question. Uh, man, I've never even thought about it. Um, you guys are all pro comics. You need to be a little quicker. I'm, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm really disappointed that you guys can't just pop something off. I guess off. I would want it like some t- sort of like, uh, I don't know, like maybe earphones or something. Like what? I think he said headphones. Uh, oh, headphones, like Bose headphones or something. Okay, like a headphones. Okay, that's cool. I like that because that's music. That makes sense. Jelly beans. You know. Yeah. Can, I don't know if you guys can hear me, but yeah, he- headphones. You don't have to keep saying that. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is going to make Adam's life living hell in, in oh, the yeah. podcast <laughs> editing. So please do not bring it up anymore. We know we have an audio issue. Let's pretend we don't. Okay. <laughs> you know where the money is now that where? I'm thinking about it. Yes. Sneakers. Sneakers. Mm-hmm. All right. Anthony Sneakers. I mean, I'm um, not a big like sneaker person oh, but i know that there's a lot of money in i that. know you're not an athletic guy because yeah. i remember you uh you kind of had a cyst on your butt because you were working out in jeans for like a month <laughs> and like and anthony's like dude i got this thing on my butt it's like hurts i said what happens i don't know i was been working out i go yeah yeah i go what are you wearing when you work out he goes jeans i go who's working out in jeans <laughs> i was like, going running with it was jean running, shorts. it was running in jean shorts yeah it's hilarious <laughs> oh, somebody said the M- NFTs. Is that? Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah Anthony, Jay, I was uh, supposed to, we were supposed to do one. Yeah. And it never happened. Anthony and I have a lot to do. We had a great podcast, and apparently he just doesn't like booking people. So we're not doing that. We're doing it. <laughs> I bet that NFT right behind Adam, we're all going to split the money on it. So yeah. if anybody wants to buy that, we'll just, we'll do NFT. We'll do it for, uh, we'll keep it cheap. We'll go, we'll go 10 grand and we'll split it down the middle. <laughs> 10 grand for that NFT behind Adam there. If any of you Twitchers want it, 10 grand, it's yours. Sound off in the comments. Let us know. Sound off in the comments. Let us know if you want to buy it. We take Venmo. <laughs> we take Cash App. What, were you guys going to oh, do a yeah. one-off NFT? Yeah, we were going to do a whole special. Um, my special that Anthony produced with me um, yeah, and uh, also Jay produced it here as well. We're just going to do a whole, uh, just a one-time special. Like you'd be the only person that owned the special. And we were going to do kind of like video stuff because Anthony mm-hmm. does collages. So we're going to do like collages behind me. So anyway. All right, guys. Uh, it got a little uh, weird start today. We didn't quite do the intro. Why don't you play a little music, Anthony? I'm going to bring everybody in and we'll pretend all the... Pre- ah, Jeff. All right. Okay, come on. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I'm still going to act like he's here. Go ahead. It'll, but Adam, get ready to take the realm. All right. All right. Let's go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Dustin's Vinyl. Very excited to bring up our guest today, our co-host, sorry, uh, we have Jeffrey Paul, Adam Holtz, and here with us is on the guitar is Mr. Anthony Kaffer, everybody. Woo! Hey, guys. <laughs> hey. Hey, what a weird way to start. I like it. I like it weird, you know? Because you know when it's the same every time? Yeah. Like you get We're bored. just having fun. You, you know, know I this think, is you know, real life. Anything can talk- happen. I, exactly. Let's talk about this. You know, it's like a lot. Think about that. There's a lot of things that happen that, um, you know, are mistakes. And then eventually, you know, most of us are here on this earth because we were mistakes, but, (laughs) (laughs) but but I think like, like it was really cool when I was, uh, has anybody ever gone to uh, sun record studios in Memphis? Have you guys ever done that? I haven't oh, been. Okay. No, it's really cool, and it's very small. It's like a you know you think it's going to be this grandiose thing that launched you know Elvis and Jerry Lewis and Johnny and all that stuff, but it's actually really it, it's a really small space. But it's cool, and they give you a little tour and they talk about stuff. And apparently, um, you know, they'll have just like little little nuggets about the music. And some of the guys in there, I think it was Screaming Jay Hawkins or something, they couldn't afford 
good equipment. And so, and they always had busted up, you know, speakers and stuff. And so, you know, one of the things was, you know, uh, I guess it was Screaming Jay or some one of those guys, but his speaker was just, I mean, basically just on his last life. But the sound that was hissing the whole time. So that hissing sound or something and the crackle of it, it, it became part of the sound of the band. And then so they had this shitty speaker that ended up kind of like, you know, getting them, you know, popularity because it, nobody sound like them because nobody had a busted speaker they were working with. <laughs> so, <laughs> everybody, you know, had like nice equipment. And so it's just, I don't know. It's an interesting thing. If you get a chance, definitely go out there. I got to, I got to grab the microphone that, you know, that Johnny and everybody grabbed and stuff. It's just really cool. It's like a really cool experience. And then Graceland is cool. Have you guys oh, you yeah. ever done Graceland? Anybody? I've driven by Graceland. Yeah. I think when I was passing by, I think it was closed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Elvis, Elvis was dead? Okay. Yeah, Elvis was already <laughs> dead, so I was going to stop in and say well, hi. Open but... it up when he's not there. You know, I don't know if you knew that, but uh, <laughs> it's yeah, it's fun. Check it out. I think it's it's interesting to see all that stuff. I think I talked about it before, but it's fun. It's a good time. All right, man. So I have uh, eaten uh, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with bananas and... <laughs> coleslaw or whatever whatever he used to fried eat. fried For, peanut butter and and fried peanut butter banana yeah jelly I've had one of those. yeah those are good well i think i told you this before i'll tell you again but he used to get obsessed like he would eat the same thing every month like sometimes you eat one thing for the whole month and so yeah. that's a that they you know that's in the tour they talk about that it's like you know priscilla's like elvis made us eat meatloaf for a whole month <laughs> We wanted we wanted something else, but he just insisted on meatloaf, and we were like just eating. You're sad. This rich family just sad, just all pissed off because they have to eat meatloaf. Meatloaf, fucking meatloaf. (laughs) Chinese food. This is my favorite show yet. I don't know why. It's it's just loose and weird. I like it. like we're not okay anyway so today is you know fun you know we've been doing some stand-up comedy albums you know up at the top and then we kind of do some other stuff and it's uh you know and it's funny because some of the some of the people i've chosen and chosen or whatever have been kind of you know kind of more rock and roll kind of you know like the duck stanhope and the sam kennison and even dick gregory is kind of a punk rock guy of his era and yeah. guys that kind of like you know blasted onto the scene and whatever and then today Today, um, you know, I, I chose to kind of take it outside a little bit and to kind of because because comedy, you can find it anywhere and different kind of, you know, even if it's something you wouldn't think you would you, you respond to or somebody that's doing it. You don't think they're necessarily your type of comedy. You can still appreciate how funny they are and you can appreciate how much of a craftsman they are and how you know talented they are and, and all that stuff. And so today, Ellen DeGeneres was somebody that um, I think a lot of people don't talk about her comedy as much as they used to. And because she's just such a mega host and star and controversy and all these things. And so people have a tendency to talk about that more, but this particular album, uh, taste this. Uh, it's a nineties album. I think it was nineties. Can you get the date yeah, on that? 96, I think it's 96. I think. 96. 96. Yeah. And this is such a great album. I think it's a perfect comedy album. And I think her comedy is, uh, is really good. Um, I would, I, it's funny and listening to this album she's a little darker than I, I remembered and so it was fun because yeah. it's because she has kind of a light dark and it's got and she and it talk we were talking about you know people hacking certain people a lot of people do what she does and so and i feel like she was doing it early before all the stuff that she talked about and so yeah just her rhythm of kind of like you know um you know, just, I don't smoke cigarettes. I smoke crack like that kind of rhythm where it's just like, she goes to another thing. You're like, Oh my God. Like you don't expect her to say crack because she's this wholesome person or whatever. And then she kind of like takes a turn and those misdirects are just so funny. And this album is great from the beginning, the opening joke where she just wants, you know, she sees these deer and she wants to hit them on top of the head with a spoon and stuff. She just wants to murder these deer. Like you don't see that coming at all. And so, and then she has a commentary on hunting and then she goes into this whole, you know, kind of just great album of tracks that, you know, and then the, you know, the Dear God thing is really kind of a classic bit. And she's just, um, it's, and then, you know, her, and the thing is the airplane bit is a bit dated, but it's definitely before everybody else was doing that. And so many people in the eighties and nineties kind of did all these airplane bits. And I tell you, I, I bet she was at the realm of it and did a bunch mm. of them first. And so, but it's interesting. You could tell how many, you know, people did a lot of that stuff. 
but it was great, you know? And I mean, that airplane bit, I feel like it's like, it's, it feels like it's 26 minutes, you know, like it's a big oh, part yeah. of the act, but it goes into this other thing. And so it was just a good, interesting, you know, fun, kind of like a little bit of for everybody kind of album. And uh, if you don't, you know, listen to, you know, Ellen DeGeneres' comedy, you should. I think there's a lot of great albums. I think her stand-up, she's, a, I mean, she had an HBO special I really enjoyed, uh, something about the moon or something. And like, she's just a really great comic. And sometimes people become other things. And so you only see them as the other stuff. And you don't, you forget about how good a comic they are. You forget about their other work. You only see the kind of the hosting or the reality show stuff or whatever. But she's, uh, yeah, she's definitely, you know, somebody that should be talked about more when it comes to stand-up comedy. And I really just really love her rhythm. Like, I could listen to her for hours. Like, there's certain comics, Todd Berry, Ted Alexander, there's certain guys that, like, I love listening to them. And she's one of those people. As I was listening to this album, I was like, oh, man, I need to listen to this before I go to bed. Like, I feel like it's just, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's so soothing. And she's quick and she's funny. And like I said, a little edgier than I expected. And yeah. so uh, this was a great album and uh, great opening. The way she opened was great. She kind of misstepped and act like she was somewhere else. I mean, Maine and whatever. And then went into this mm -hmm. thing and just a natural kind of way to open, which was different than some people really open with a you know, particular thing. You look like she was a little looser. Even if that was a planned line, it was still felt loose. Kind of like the Dick Gregory thing where we're just like, you know, oh, yeah. told us not to be loud or whatever. So, yeah. So everything from top to, you know, top to bottom, I really, really enjoyed this album. And I thought it flowed and had, you know, just a good, you know, and it didn't feel that dated either, except the material of the of the airline stuff, only because the airline has changed. But I bet she could re-update that whole thing and make it about how they don't give you anything. You know, they don't. Oh, you know, right. Yeah, you know, she could. I would love to hear an updated version of all that <laughs> airplane stuff. You got to wear a mask. <laughs> you know, you got to wear a mask. You have thing. You got to wipe down your seat. You got to, you know, like that would be funny to like, you know, where we are. They don't give you food at all. Like there was a bit about the food or something. It's like, yeah, I remember, yeah. I remember that. I'm so old. I remember I remember being on a plane. And my dad was smoking the whole time. That's how old I am. <laughs> like a little wow. ashtray on the seat. And he's like, smoking. <laughs> wow. Chain smoking on the way to Bermuda. Smoking. Just like <laughs> smoking. Like 10 people smoking. So the whole fucking <laughs> right. the whole plane is just this fog of smoke just going down the lane. And you're just like, yeah, I'm a little kid, man. I'm getting, not getting like emphysema just before I get to the freaking gate. So, yeah. But anyway, her stuff about all that was fun. I love that. You know, that's a big hack line. The hat, the, the seat thing, like it goes up. Oh, oh yeah. I'm going to die. Oh, I'm not going to die. Oh, yeah. oh, I'm going to die. I'm not going to die. Yeah, like that it's whole thing. I remember seeing that on on TV that bit where she's talking about you know like she might have done that on the class. Tonight Show or something yeah yeah and also I've, maybe Seinfeld did a pretty similar bit too yeah. Uh, yeah I yeah people sleep on Ellen as a, as a kind of a, an innovator and a trailblazer she really was and she I think a lot of those guys might have got more notoriety obviously because they're dudes and whatever but you know she's yeah. she's definitely a great comic so. Oh yeah, um, I love, I yeah. Love so, how do you feel about the album, Anthony, and her as a comic in general? I I always liked her as a comic, uh, and and the, you know most of this material I remember from just watching. Whether it was, I don't know if this album was also a special because I remembered a lot of the jokes, but she, you know, I might have seen her on. I think it whatever, was special. Night show I think it was. Yeah. Um, but it was cool, and I I like that uh, you know with the reclining seat thing or whatever. It's like. On an album, you don't know what she's talking about. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I always kind of, I always laugh a little bit when when a joke like that gets left in. Yeah, it's like you 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 get it, but you don't yeah. really see it. Yeah, you have uh, to have seen it first, and then yeah, and you, yeah it resonates. But I love. I, I remember the thing about even though that was some of the dated stuff, the airline stuff. I loved the 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 bit about how uh, it, it comes out with grill marks, and she's like, "Am I really? You expect me to believe that there's like an open flame grill back there?" <laughs> yeah, I I, I, I like that bit a lot. Um, yeah, and I was I was surprised how dark uh, she was compared to how I remember her being so light. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. You know, work. You know, 
working with uh, neighbor Gatsy. I don't mean to, you know, name drop, but I am in LA. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, Nate is a phenomenal comic, and you know, like, and I was so nervous about opening for him, you know, because I felt like, you know, I said, yeah, you know, I, I'm edgy and whatever, and he's like, dude, he goes, just, just don't say the f word, and don't, you know don't talk about sex and you're good. And then as I was listening to her, I was like, yeah, she's going down some edgy things, yeah. and she, but she's not saying the F word and she's not talking about sex. And so it's like, you know, I feel like sometimes as comics, you know, we get so intimidated by this clean thing, but I would consider Ellen a clean comic, but mm -hmm. she's, you know, but at the same time, she's kind of, you know, popping you with some things you're not ready for, and which I love. And to me, that yeah. is comedy. If you could, if you could figure out a way to, bring in a you know not offend you know a bunch of people and i'm just, i don't know i guess i guess i'm just i'm getting soft in my own age old age but <laughs> i'm trying not to be such the shock guy you know oh yeah you make more money i'll tell you that <laughs> <laughs> tell you family money where it's at adam how do you feel about ellen in this album um you know i mean i i agree i think uh there's there's a little bit of a jarring uh there's a little bit of a, um, especially with like her cheery disposition, knowing what, what she yeah. is now and everything, um, you know, hearing her swear, especially on Tourette's. Um, That's the yeah, one. I didn't yeah, see that coming at all. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She, I guess she was unclean for that moment. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, uh, well, right here it says that, um, some of her, uh, her main influences were Woody Allen and Steve Martin for mm -hmm. comedy. I see a that. bit of, uh, absurdity in, I see in that. her, uh, stand up. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Absolutely. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I liked it way better than I expected. You know, it's funny because I want to do an album because Leah, my girl, she's a comic and Leah Bonham are very funny. And she, um, yeah, I asked her, I said, you know, what, you know, what's your favorite, you know, Ellen DeGeneres album? And she said it was this one, Taste This. She said she listed over and over and over and it kind of inspired her to kind of like, you know, do comedy and stuff. And so I felt like, you know, she would know what the best one was, but this was definitely a great album. Yeah. Any, uh, anybody out there in Twitter land? Do you, what do you think of Ellen at Ellen DeGeneres as a stand up comedian? Um, do you, have you seen much of it? Do you like her? Do you not like her? Is she, she just stick to dancing and interviewing Tom Cruise? Like Tom <laughs> we want to know how you feel. If do we you have, have, uh, yes, we have. Diary El Sol says, I didn't know she was a comedian. So I think that's what we're going to get a lot of people saying. Wow. <laughs> that, that's so unfortunate because she was so good. Yeah. I mean, it, it is unfortunate, but at the same time, I mean, she's making pretty good money not being a comedian. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's, it's, it's interesting. It's uh, yeah. I mean, people, I mean, where do they think people come from? You know, like where does, where do you get the skills to become a host on a, on a show? You know, I mean, where do you think people, I mean, besides Jimmy Kimmel, everybody else has been basically a standup. I mean, Conan was barely a standup, more of a comedy writer, mm -hmm. but he still tried standup. But it's like everybody else, you know, is in the in the clubs and the basements at the at the freaking fire halls. I mean, they're pretty much everybody else, you know. You know, I think Johnny Carson, probably more of a radio guy, and uh, you know, you could you know you can pick out a few people, but most most of the hosts have been you know stand ups. That's interesting that someone would think she wasn't a comedian. They think she was just working at Walmart or something, and then they're like, "Hey, you want a show?" Um, oh, she did yeah, work at JC Penny. That's she did. Right? Uh, yeah. She did right. Oh no, no, no. she was she sponsored by, it or did she actually work? Yeah, there? she worked at uh, JC Penny. Oh, she did. Yep. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny because I think she was doing a clothing line there at some point. So that must be why she just like yeah, it just like, all goes full oh, circle. Yeah. It yeah. does go full circle. That's so funny. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean that's cool though. But that's what the show is. Some of these guys are young, so they don't know that these people did stuff before, you know. But yeah, Ellen was funny because she, it, she, you know, she hadn't come out yet, and so she was just, you know, she had the blazer and the mullet. Like her and Rosie O'Donnell were like huge comics in the eighties. 
And they were, I don't know if you knew that, um, but Rosie O'Donnell was a comedian also. And, uh, <laughs> what, really? She was. And wow. so was uh, Roseanne Barr before she got goofy. She was a pretty good comic too. And uh, yeah, that's, uh, sometimes people just get huge and they don't do stand up anymore, which is weird. I don't know if you knew this. Eddie Murphy used to do stand up. No but, way. Uh, so- <laughs> the the Doolittle guy? <laughs> but that's the thing. They don't do stand up. And people don't know them for it. You know, they only know them for the the other stuff they're doing. And I get because the generate. Think about it. Think how long ago Ellen actually or not Ellen. You know, she's done some stuff. She probably did a special about five years ago. I think she, she did. She did a comeback thing. She did a comeback thing. So she's done a little bit. Yeah. But uh, Rosie, a little here and there. But even Eddie Murphy, I mean, they keep talking about him doing a special, but I, I mean, we'll see if it actually happens. But he hadn't done comedy in probably 20 something years. Stand yeah. up, at least. I mean, the last special he put out was probably, what was that, in 1988, yeah. 1989? He has, yeah, he hasn't done comedy, like stand up. And, and, and six of his movies are questionable if they were even comedies. <laughs> right. So. <laughs> Sorry if you're a Norbit fan, but um, <laughs> or what was well, that? I, I used Nash to have a Pluto? roommate. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I had a roommate that was in Pluto Nash. Oh, you do? Yeah, Pluto Nash. That's right. <laughs> and he still owes me money. <laughs> Everybody owes you money, Anthony. You just start. You just start walking around with contracts and just you do anything with anyone. Just give contracts to everybody. You seem to have like a money situation you got to work on. You guys want to borrow any money? I do. I'll always borrow money. You got to do interest, and you got to and you got to be tough, man. You got to carry a stick around or something. We got to yeah. we got to bump your image up. I don't have any sticks lying around. Yeah, you got a stick. <laughs> <laughs> Slap that bad boy out. That'll scare people into paying you. <laughs> All right. Um, any more talk on Ellen? So let's see. Anybody? Yeah, so we, got, right. uh, we got Benny in now says, I see the Steve Martin silliness. Mm. Uh, we got a uh, Fro Soron, uh, Soron says she's funny on the talk show. She is. She That's, is funny uh, on the talk show. She's great. Yeah. Great talk show host. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, it's a shame she's not going to do it. I mean, I mean, she ran her course. I mean, my God, how long can you actually do that? But I think when you have that much money and stuff, you're just like, all right, let me just like just veg out for the next yeah. 15, you know? Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, this difficult thing to do is to be funny with people that sometimes aren't funny, which I call them actors. So um, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I mean, when you're just sitting there with some of these actors and like you can make it kind of a fun show, that's very difficult to do. But uh, yeah, Steve Martin. Yeah, I never thought Steve Martin. That's good. You know, that's interesting that you brought it up because, and then someone actually said it again because, yeah, I never really saw that, but now I see it because, because <laughs> it is the absurdity thing. And, and I like that kind of comedy where you're obviously kidding because now, because now we're in such a, I feel like some of that stuff now people would, you know, maybe not so much because it's her. But if it was somebody that's not famous like that and you're just like throwing stuff around that's, you know, like I killed a deer and they'd be, mm-hmm. you know, with a, with a spoon and there'd be somebody, some Karen in the crowd that'd be like, I can't believe you did that. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she would be crucified for it. <laughs> yeah. I used to do a joke making fun of where I come from and I'd be like, yeah, I'm in the clan. And then I would just be kidding. And then somebody would be like, so dude, um, I went to a meeting a couple of weeks ago. You think you could, I was like, dude, I'm not joking. I don't burn crosses. It's a joke. Like it was just a funny, people take things way too serious. All right. So, um, so we're going to do this one out without Jeff, which feels weird Ooh, because a- <laughs> I think maybe it. we'll, I mean, we'll wait. We'll wait till he yeah. can do it again because I feel like it would be weird. Um, how about uh, you know, Adam? Why don't you talk to us about uh, you know what's what new music is coming up? Well, you Anything? know what? Actually, right off the top, we got a new yeah. Leon Bridges album coming out. Leon Bridges, nice. Yeah, so it's called Gold Digger Sound, and um, I mean the last. Uh, so the the one we talked about was I think it had more of like a 50s kind of early 60s sound to it his next yeah, one had Sam a 70s Cook, yeah yeah the next one was more 70s so I wonder what I haven't listened to any of Gold Digger's sound yet it comes out Friday but uh uh I wonder what kind of if he's going to keep moving through if he's going to head towards the 80s or if it'll that would be, be more really like, funny it's just yeah, like it's, a key, <laughs> it's like a key on a keytar right. just like <laughs> everybody's wearing matching outfits and sunglasses and stuff very Herbie Hancock just just a sound and stuff yeah. that'd be very funny 
He should. That would actually be cool. And I enjoy that. You know, we were talking a little bit before about the, um, you know, people, the uh, Foo Fighters doing the. Yeah. How did you feel about that album? The DGs. How do you feel about it? how many? How, how many songs did they cover? Is it see, all BG uh, songs? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, all BGs. Uh, let me see if I can find it here. The DGs. Anybody? <laughs> does anybody listen to the DGs? It came out, right? Or is it just one single? No, I think it's, it came uh, out. The whole album's out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I just heard the one song. Has anybody heard the DGs album? The new Foo Fighters tribute to the BGs. If you have, please comment. Let us know. Let's see. So uh, we get uh, "You Should Be Dancing," "Night Fever," nice. "Tragedy," "More Than a Woman," and More "Shadow Woman. Dancing." Okay, it's that's it. I th I think that's all I have oh, okay. on Apple uh, Music right now. Okay, so it's like a it's like a uh, yeah like a, a short list album. Okay, it's yeah. not like it's not like twelve BG songs because that would be a lot. <laughs> Nobody really needs twelve BG songs. Right. <laughs> I mean, I love the BGs, I do, and I love their early stuff, and their sound is like no other. But I can't do more than like six BG songs to be honest with you. I tried to do a whole album. I was like, yeah, you know. <laughs> you only need the hits. You right. only need the hits. I mean, that's why Saturday Night Fever is so good because you have like five really good BG songs, and then you have some other stuff you can kind of listen to. Yeah. that's interesting and weird. But uh, yeah, how do you, I don't know how you guys feel about it. what's your favorite uh, Anthony? What's your favorite uh, album that was kind of a crossover album like that? Do you have any like that where like Alice Cooper sings gospel? Like any weird, you know, kind of weird <laughs> thing like that? where somebody's uh, tried to do something that was kind of out of their wheelhouse. I mean, I guess I, I like when Kiss went disco. <laughs> I don't think I've so ever bad. heard that album. <laughs> if you guys heard that album, I don't think I've ever heard it. Just Is it really the, bad? The What's that song? Uh, oh, what's the name of the song? It wasn't like oh, it I know, I know what you're talking uh, about. Um, it, it was a pretty big one. Uh, I, I Was Made for Loving You. Oh, yeah. I Was Made for yeah. Loving uh, then, and then you. Is that they a disco song? Yeah. Because that, so. that one kind of rocks, I think. I was made for loving you. I it's guess got, it's a disco. Is it disco? Disco feel. And then yeah. I think it's so funny that they did that. And then in the 90s, they did like a grunge album. <laughs> Kiss did a grunge album? Yeah. There was... Um, How do you know? Oh, man, I, I have no know. idea. Uh, what's that like? Is that bad? That's got to be bad. I mean, There's no way that's you know, good. There's no way that's it's good. It's not as bad as like the worst Kiss stuff. I think the worst attempt at anything... Like that is probably the Garth Brooks thing. Remember when he did that? Oh, Adam, yeah, that, oh yeah, that wasn't great. <laughs> he did, it was a whole persona. What was yeah. it? I forget what it was oh, called. It was, Chris, uh, Gaines. Chris Gaines. Chris Gaines. Be a whole thing. I mean, I, I, you know, I give him credit for kind of doing something weird. It's, I love people that do weird shit, but I just feel like, you know, I don't know. It's like he's probably not the guy to do that. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> I, I, uh, in the 90s, also Motley Crue did a kind of a grungy kind of album with like a different singer. And I thought that was did good. Did Dr. Feelgood? No, that's... Uh, I think it was a self-titled album. Dr. Feelgood, right? Is that... <clears throat> isn't that considered kind of a grunge album? Is it? Dr. Feelgood? I feel like that's their best album. I mean, that might be their best one, but I th it just no, it just feels like a rock album. It doesn't feel like all that other charade shit, you know. It just feels like a, you know, it's a pretty good album, Doctor Feelgood. Yeah, it's not. That's not bad. Yeah, it's not. It's, they, I mean, I feel like musically, it's because any band after like fifteen years, you're gonna eventually get better. You know, even <laughs> Kiss sounds pretty good now. You know, but <laughs> they learned how to play finally. <laughs> yeah, of course, with Kiss, it's like you just keep alternating like guys that are really good road musicians, and then you just kind of put them in this in the yeah, slot. you just paint their face. <laughs> yeah, and you got a guy that's a studio musician that's like a that can shred, and you're like, oh, you want to you want a job as Ace Freely? Sure. And then the guy's like, <laughs> you know. He's like, it's like the best session musician you could buy. So that's why Kiss is genius because they just keep, they keep sounding good because they get the best guys. They hey, interswap with the old characters. Anthony, I'm was it Generation Swine? Uh, wait, Generation Swine? It was, no, I think it was a self-titled album that came oh, out okay. uh, with a different singer. Hmm. And I think Generation Swine might've been when they got, uh, what's his name back? Interesting. Uh, with, uh, same Vince Neil. Yes, Vince Neil. Yeah. Oh, Vince Neil. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, always, okay. Motley Crue, Motley Crue in 94. It was pretty good. It, I mean, it's it doesn't sound like Motley Crue. 
Yeah, which is not a bad thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like Molly Crew. Jeff, I feel like we're having things that Jeff would jump in on. Oh, but yeah. uh, <laughs> since since Jeff got it's kidnapped, like he died. Jeff, he got ki- what's Aruba? And uh, people people get kidnapped in Aruba. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was trying to Skype in from Aruba. <laughs> he's, he's, they buried him under a rock. <laughs> Took his wallet. They <laughs> <laughs> stole his phone. <laughs> They totally did. Um, yeah, I always, I always hate it when bands, you know, do Christmas albums. You know, it's like, oh, never, it's like, it's like, stop with the Christmas. Album. I feel like it's, a, I mean, it's genius. It's kind of like, I mean, that's how you can make money, you know. And they always, you know, some bands, it's like, dude, really, you're Judas Priest. Do you need a, do you need a Christmas album? You know, like yeah. it's always some band. You're like, I don't know. I the guy from uh, the guy from Aerosmith did a Christmas album. Like Joe, what's his name? The guitarist, Joe Perry. Joe Perry. Joe Perry, yeah, he did one, and I was like, "Come on, dude, you don't, need to, you don't need to do that." Like, did he do have... just like standards? Yeah, yeah, it's all standards, you know. I mean, I mean, there's a couple of songs that are okay, you know, that are Christmas songs are from rock guys. Um, I like the Kinks one, uh, "Father Christmas." That's a good. That's a good Christmas song. Yeah, uh, Bruce Springsteen one's pretty good, you know. He does just uh, he does Rudolph and it sounds pretty good. Oh, Santa yeah. Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. That's what he does. Yeah, that one's. And he still good. plays that pretty much every show too. He plays it every show. Every show, yeah. Even when it's like every August, show. it's like August, and he's breaking out. Yeah, I saw him at uh, saw him at Bonnaroo, which would have been when was Bonnaroo? I think it's it's around June or so, and he was playing yeah. it. He was playing Hilarious. it there. He played it in all the New Jersey shows. Really? That's like in, ridiculous. Not during Christmas. That's so funny. Um, That's yeah. really ridiculous. You know, I think some of that Motown stuff is good. You know, they they got a lot. There's a lot of great Motown, like Jackson Five, and like that kind of yeah. stuff. There's, oh yeah, all yeah, that yeah. stuff's really good. But some of the later stuff gets a little cheesy. You know, I don't know. I don't know how. We got we got a good one in the uh, in the chat. Uh, Holly uh, Guti says uh, Bob Dylan's Christmas album. Oh. I don't hear you anymore, Dustin. Oh, Dustin, you lost the. Uh, oh just, shit! We're all we go. oh, now. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Um, we're all. We all have Aruba internet. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, Johnny Cash has a Christmas album and stuff. It's pretty good, but you know, I think most of the time it's a sellout situation where you're just like, "Oh, this house is more expensive than I thought." You know, let me call my <laughs> let me call my producer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and just. A range of food Christmas albums. But I mean, Dylan's King, so I'm sure they're good, but I still think There's it's some... weird. What, like, is he doing like uh, Frosty the Snowman? <laughs> Frosty the Snowman. Well, he did. Uh, I remember he had a. <laughs> I think I saw it was Must Be Santa Claus, which I thought was pretty good. Um, uh, let, me, let me see. I'm looking up what was on there. Jingleville, Jingleville. <laughs> 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 Let's see, uh, <laughs> what, Old Little Town of Bethlehem, The First Noel, The Christmas oh, Song, Noel. Christmas Island, Silver Bells, Have Yourself a Merry Little oh. Christmas, Have yourself a um, Little Drummer Boy, Winter Wonderland. He's the greatest artist we have, and I'm sitting there making fun of him. Like, well, he, he did those. He did those albums of standards too, or the 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 ones the the uh, the Sinatra albums too. Oh, that's right. He did the Sinatra thing. He did those live. Yeah, he was doing like yeah. a live concert at like Mohegan Sun. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the Plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. And he was doing it, was all, and I think, I think it pissed people off because I think they went in to see him thinking he would just bail out Rolling Stone and shit like that. And they were just like, nope. You know? Right. <laughs> I'm, this is my way, you know. He just went in and did all the my, uh, Sinatra stuff, which is, I guess, you get bored after a while, you know, when you're just like a mega star and a mega music person, and it's like, yeah, I, I get it. You want to try some new stuff, so I guess I get why the Foo Fighters would do a disc. You know, you just, you know, yeah, you just want to kind of like you can. That's the thing is, you can do whatever you want because you're yes. so successful. So what it ain't gonna kill you? It ain't gonna hurt your career if you like, you know 
go into some weird genre. I think Pat Boone doing metal. That is, oh, I, don't yeah. know, Ooh, I that forgot was, about that. That should never happen, but it did. And, uh, you know, it's, what uh, about Vanilla Ice doing new metal? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think we should revisit some Vanilla Ice. It's better than his pop stuff. I'll tell you that. Yeah. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't. It's just, it, it was, was just funny because it was him. So yeah, you're just totally. making fun of You know who else had pretty good grunge music? Or not grunge, but like that kind of whatever. What, what would you call that? Like the speed metal with your hat backwards? What do you call that? <laughs> oh, like the new metal, I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tommy Lee tried that too. And his, you know, oh, I don't yeah. know. If, it was, you know. At least they're doing weird stuff. It's, it's and then it, at the end of the day, you know, we can't all be Limp Biscuit, <laughs> <laughs> which is a T-shirt I want. Right. Oh, you know what? Yeah. You know, we we were talking about those crossovers. What about Aerosmith doing uh, "Walk This Way" with Run DMC? Um, that's a Rick Rubin creation. I wouldn't <laughs> say that was a Aerosmith creation. Well, it was a crossover thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, but yeah. I'm saying it's a mad scientist yeah, going, yeah. "Hey, let's do this." And well, they were already, yeah, know. they were already just sampling that song. Yeah, because the song already written. existed. So yeah, yeah but they, I think I they guess, came in and sing some chorus and stuff. But uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's, which probably was Rick Rubin's idea. I don't know. Of course, of course, it was. I mean, I can't wait to see the uh, uh, Rick Rubin documentary on Hulu where he interviews Paul Newman for like three days or something. Paul, oh, Jesus, Paul, Paul Newman. I just thought Paul Newman, Paul the guy that, the, the salad dressing guy. He yeah. brought him back to life. McCartney's own. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I mean, we're smoking these marijuana cigarettes. Oh, I watched uh, that last night. Paul actually. McCartney. Did you? Was it good? Yeah, it was really good. Nice. I, it's funny, though, like whoever edited it, they left in a little too much of... of uh, Paul McCartney and Rick Rubin kind of just listening to the songs. Mm, so it's so a lot of them just like, mm, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> mm, the bass. And then it's like, so you okay, just, you, I get like that it, they did. Yeah. Like it makes sense the songs. that they did that, but yeah, why yeah, did yeah. you have to leave so much of it in? Yeah. But like 20 minutes of them, like, <laughs> yeah. Mm, mm. yeah. Oh, that's mm, funny. Right mm. but yeah. I know. You know where the drums that's come a, in. Yeah. That's, you, a good, <laughs> that's a good joke, bro. Write that down. <laughs> Very funny. Well, you can do it tomorrow on our uh, Twitch uh, stand-up comedy show, the last Zoom show. The last so Zoom show. check that out, guys, tomorrow night at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific. We would love to have you here on the show. Yeah, this was fun. We still had fun today. You know, we winged it. We went with it. That's because we're pros. That's what we're doing. Yeah. And I mean, also because we didn't have to talk about the Eagles. Yeah. Right. Oh, <laughs> any so mean. We don't so have mean. to talk about the Did Eagles. Did you watch the documentary at all? I couldn't find it. I, uh, you know, yeah, maybe you, I'll just rent it. If we're going to talk about it next week, I'll just rent it. It's Netflix. It's on Netflix. It's not. I checked. You did? Um, yeah. All right. Adam, you do find out where the, the, the Eagles documentary streaming. Let Anthony know. <laughs> yep. You just rent it from uh, Amazon or whatever. It's worth it. It's so good. It's like there's so much drama in that band. Like it's uh, you don't realize it, you know, and I, I get it. It's it's kind of, you know, dad music or whatever. But it's but they're all talented, though. They're very talented. Yeah, I just not, think they make like the they're... most uncool music, but very talented guys. Yes. I think it was just kind of a weird era. I mean, people were so high, dude. That they, you know, it's like they were high, you know, it was like Native American, like wind catcher, uh, dream catchers were popular. Like they were kind of drawing in on all the stuff. Like we'll talk about it next time. But mm-hmm. I feel like it was just that era. Yeah. Anyway, do you know where it's streaming? Did you find it? What else is new? Adam, just a couple new things. Yeah, Yeah. you know what? Since we were talking about Rick Rubin and Paul McCartney before, uh, there's Paul Paul McCartney. uh, Yeah, Paul Newman. (laughs) Cool man, Luke. (laughs) (laughs) We got uh, uh, Paul McCartney, McCartney 3 Imagined, or it might be Reimagined. First time on vinyl, double LP. So it's a reinterpretation of the album. And... You got um, you got Beck on it. You got Saint Vincent, Beck. Blood Orange, Phoebe Bridgers, uh, Ed O'Brien wow. from Radiohead. You got Damon Alburn from uh, Blur and oh, the Gorillas. Um, wow. And uh, yeah, you got a uh, so, Josh Home too. Is is it all just covers, or do they take? Is it like more remix kind of stuff, or just straight covers? There's some remixes. There's some straight covers on it too, and it looks like everything is yeah, everything's Paul McCartney with um. And I think, uh, I mean, there are some remixes on here, but yeah, I just wonder sound if like he some played, covers. like, well, you know, him and Beck, are they actually doing it together? Or is it just Beck? Uh, 
Uh, for I'll look for that it. one, it sounds like it's both of them together. Oh, nice. Well, Blood Orange, well, they, it was, they were from that soundtrack, The Baby. What was that soundtrack? We like, uh, uh, Baby Driver. Baby Driver, yeah, baby. Yeah. Yeah. They were on that, right? Yeah, uh, yeah okay, I think cool. so. I think, or, or was it that or the Grand Theft Auto soundtrack? It was one of those. Yeah. I remember we did, a, we did a soundtrack thing and they were on one of those, but they're good. Oh. I like them. I have to check them out more. Do we? Uh, all right. Anything else coming out this week? If not, we'll wrap this bad boy up. Let me and we'll see. see if there was... We uh, can get the ransom money for Jeff and Aruba. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, we're doing a GoFundMe to to to, to rescue Jeff. He's in the trunk Aruba. of a car right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> if you can help us get some money, we need to find him. And make sure he's okay. <laughs> see how he really feels about the Eagles. All right. Right. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we got a uh, Curtis Mayfield. Curtis, the fiftieth anniversary. Wow, fiftieth anniversary. <laughs> um, let's. <laughs> Uh, Tina Turner, Foreign Affair, Double LP. It's the first time it was fully remastered. Uh, we got some. Uh, we got some Cinderella. Cinderella too. Wow, they're still I doing what stuff. You got to this guy. I think they're. <laughs> what was it this past week? Their guitarist died, or it was? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, it was somebody was, from the. I forget who it well, was. The, the lead singer of Kansas died. Yeah, the drummer. The now drummer from Hum died. Lead singer Kansas died, and literally, he's finally dust in the wind. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I couldn't help it. But that's how you close the show, guys. That's how you close the show. That's a good. That's great. Somebody said selling NFTs to save Jeff. Hilarious. So yeah, we're gonna buy. So buy that Dustin's vinyl for ten grand, and we'll save Jeff. And uh, get Anthony some new uh, duct tape for his guitars. All right, yeah, everybody. I need it. I need to. <laughs> Because it doesn't say Anthony anywhere. I gotta. Oh yeah, we gotta take care of him. I ran mm-hmm. out of tape. We'll get you a harp. You should try a harp. Oh, <laughs> uh, you cut out. Dustin's all, your audio's uh, out again. Out again? How about yeah, now? There, there it is. All right, just calm down, guys. It's not that bad. <laughs> I was freaking out. <laughs> it's Zoom. Everybody knows, even in the podcast. If you miss something. I don't know. Watch another show. Listen to another show. <laughs> and we'll probably talk about it again. So if there's a mic problem, if there's a Jeff can't get on the internet problem, like, don't worry about it. Just catch another episode. Don't make a big deal about our tech. We do a good job. We do the best we can. Yeah, we're in we're three doing, different states and we're still, you know, still if you want us to show. have better tech, just Venmo us uh, over here. Buy our uh, NFT for 10 grand. Yeah, buy, buy the NFT. <laughs> I know there's somebody on there that, in, that designed a game that has money. So I know there's somebody <laughs> on Twitch that has 10 grand to buy our NFT. All the money goes to Comedy Hub, Anthony. We'll leave Jeff out. He has plenty of money. Yeah, right. he's got like a pool and stuff. <laughs> he had a record I'm assuming store it's when, a below ground was, pool too. Yeah. He had a record store when he was 12. Like he's, he's, he's had a lot of stuff. We get to shit on him when he's not here. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to Dustin's Vinyl here on Comedy Hub Live. This is the best place to catch virtual comedy host type shows check it out and tomorrow check out our show we have a great uh, stand-up comedy show um the last zoom comedy show we have a lot of fun comics on there all right everybody this was a lot of fun uh next time we're probably going to talk about the eagles and i'll bring up another stand-up comedian album that we can like discuss this is fun thank you anthony thank you adam this is yay thanks yeah. for not you know Having thanks for having good internet and caring and not being in a room on a vacation because you want to relax. This show nobody relaxes. No, never. I'm having a panic attack right now. I know. I my mic went out for a half a second. I know. <laughs> I'm worried it's gonna happen again. It's not. I know. I'm just not positioning myself. I gotta be right here, right into it. I'll get one of those Bobby Brown mics. Maybe that's better. Oh yeah, because I have a tendency to move a lot, so sometimes I don't know. I could hold it because, you know, it's better. All right. What are we talking about? All right, everybody. Support record stores. Dustin's Vinyl. You guys are awesome. See you later. Good night. Should do a song, Anthony. Plays out. Oh, should I do a whole song? Okay. Yeah, do a whole song. All right. I'm going to switch guitars real quick. Switch guitars, man. Like your slash. Here's a song from... Here's a song from my new album. The album's called I Can't Believe It's Not Better. It's on all streaming services right now, so check it out. I drank so much coffee today. 
that technically I am on cocaine. I have multiple personalities, but they are all exactly the same. My psychic friend has short-term memory loss, so she remembers tomorrow like it was today. Yesterday I spilled mustard on my mustard-colored jeans, and today there's an invisible stain. Oh no, oh no, oh no, where'd it go? Oh no, the stain appeared without a trace. And that'll never come out I know a couple of conjoined twins But I'm starting to think that they might be the same person Because I've never even seen them in the same room together Who the hell do they think they're fooling? I'm on to you Calories don't count as long as I wear a disguise Everybody has a birthday coming up As long as they do not die The revolution will be televised In fact, you probably missed it Cause it wasn't really advertised I am a pessimistic narcissist I always feel empty But I'm full of myself half the time I know, I know, I don't know Oh no, I don't I am perfect but not every time the song was done I am perfect but not every time Yeah! By Anthony's album and tune in every week everybody Yay, Dustin's vinyl. Good job guys We did it We did it Jeff, are you okay? (laughs) We love you Jeff R.I.P. love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 